Today we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. You know, everyone, there are just some must mustaches that can't be held down. So powerful that they simply deserve to be in the spotlight more than just once on this show. One perfect example is the great Chuck Norris. This cowboy hat-wearing, big buckle-brandishing, wrangler-sporting, rattlesnake boot, kung fu some bitch is a goddamn legend. And in 1982, he made a little slasher movie called Silent Rage, a movie whose title I think reflects how I fell through most of my middle school years <laughs> well, well today we get to feel that rage boil over it's time to drive your motorcycle into your favorite bar tie up the bartender to the sturdiest post and let that booze flow baby now play that shit theme song it's the most podcast you we're ready for the show we'll watch moves we'll make jokes and then we'll all go home Navigating the legendary hairy upper lips It's the Mustachio Podcast My guest today doesn't really need any sort of special introduction. He may have made me believe that the mailman was my actual dad and brainwashed me to root for the Dallas Cowboys, which is a real dick move on his part. <laughs> But he, Not my fault on that. But he, <laughs> but he did show me some fantastic horror movies at a very young age, maybe too young in some circumstances. But he was probably so. He was nice enough to never show me Silent Rage. He's my older brother, John Segura. How's it going, John? Uh, it's doing great. Doing great. Thank you. Great. Thanks for having me, bro. Thanks for having me. Man, um, we sort of uh, went, at, fell ass backwards into this movie. I didn't remember ever seeing this until I started watching it and I started I was looking at it and I was looking at it and I was why does this ring a bell and I kept thinking I saw this maybe seven or eight years ago and just completely forgot about it and it is one of those movies that if you watch it once it just sort of fades and <laughs> yes it will blend in yeah it will blend in there are some moments um that are memorable but for the most part it's a Chuck Norris slasher movie which is so fucking weird to me is this the only kind of movie he's ever made like this i, I don't know like this yes because if you look at his other movies they're bits of silent rage but not the slasher part of it the horror part everything is just kind of more actiony by that point in fact lone wolf mcquade which came out a year later is essentially silent rage he plays like a cowboy looking dude taking on people with the same truck by the way you can't beat that. oh my god they're like hey <laughs> Like we like that look. We're gonna use it. They just put him in the put the truck in the Grand Theft Auto garage and painted yeah. it up real quick and went on to the next movie. Yep. Yeah, I actually so this is the second time he's been on the show. My second episode we did Forced Vengeance, which is yes. a um another real sleeper hold movie. Uh <laughs> yeah. it kicks off pretty nice, but it oof man, you know, it is basically what you just said. It's it's freaking Chuck Norris in a cowboy hat with big old buckle, and he's doing his thing. You know, he plays like yes. a bouncer or something. Uh, so yeah, the, it, this movie, um, uh, it caught me off guard. I just—it's yeah. a little long yeah. too. And it for what that movie is, it is way too long. That movie should have only been an hour. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, y'all. So just be prepared. You might hear some some booms. You might hear my dog barking because he has some anxiety issues when it comes to giant sounds of explosions, <laughs> like most people yeah, do. Yeah, you. What a what a crazy dog, right? Why is he worried about that? Go figure. They gave him a thunder jacket, but I, I get yeah. I guess it only works with thunder, not with fireworks. <laughs> Because he still gets mad, but uh, yeah. just bear with us. Hopefully, you don't hear it too much in the mix. But anyway, back to good old Silent Rage. Silent Rage. So, yes. um, yeah, uh, it, it's up to you, John. We can um, we can talk a little bit back and forth about this, or we can start breaking this baby down and and see what happens, man. Well, this movie deserves to be just broken down from the start <laughs> because every scene is just like, wow, they thought this was a good idea, so it's worth it to break <laughs> All it down, right, man. <laughs> This movie, this movie, this part, this segment of this show is called The Movie Breakdown. Silent Rage Go! Silent Rage Go! All my silence! It's a rageful Silent Rage, yeah! Movie Breakdown. All right, we kick off. With that Columbia Pictures logo, and we fade into a stained glass window in the darkness, and we get that title card of Silent Rage, along with some a nice music sting. You know, the, the, there's some nice eerie ambient shit that goes on through this movie. Which, by the way, almost gives it the look of like, am I watching The Omen? What is it with that pretty stained window with this? It's so crazy that it starts like that. Yeah, it has I've... no connection to the movie. Yeah, at all! I was like, is it a church? Is this just a really pretty house? Like, what the hell has this got to do with anything? Yeah, like you would have thought they would have showed a lab or, you know, some kind of shit like that. But no, it's just a fucking window, stained glass window. Glass window. And uh, (laughs) and eventually the lights start coming up and we see a dude in bed. He's all sweaty and shit. We hear a bunch of kids yelling outside of his room. And at first I was like, okay, so maybe he's a dad or something. But you hear the knock on his door. He gets up. And it's some kid, I think, that tells him uh, there's someone on the phone for him. He heads down the stairs real slow and awkward-like. And I'm like, okay, so he's definitely at some kind of apartment or something like that. Or he's staying over someone's house. I was like, these aren't his kids. And he seems very weird and awkward. Uh, He heads down, gets on the phone. There's... This poor guy who we sort of find out might have some sort of PTSD. He's got kids shooting like the loudest toy guns I've ever heard in my life. Which, by the way, we would super want. Oh, Those yeah. kids were lucky. Those kids were lucky. Those freaking guns are so cool. <laughs> and then uh, he answers the phone and it's a it's a doctor. And he's yes. like, Doc, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And he's telling him, like, I'm, I'm not feeling so good. Like, something's going on. And the doc says, oh, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. So then the lady in this scene just keeps talking and being loud as fuck, like just as obnoxious as possible. I will say she has some poor perception skills because when you see a big, crazy looking guy sweating <laughs> profusely, maybe I'd shut the hell up and go somewhere else. But oh no, she talks to him like, you know what, dude, your eyes twitching a little and you're sweating crazy, but I think you're okay. Let me keep talking to you. All right. <laughs> And uh, it's really funny because he heads outside after he hangs up the phone. He heads outside. He grabs an axe and he just sort of like hits a few logs lazily <laughs> like he doesn't yeah. really know what he's doing. We see him walk into the shed and then the lady starts yelling at the kids, telling them to get back in the damn house and blah, blah, blah. And he st- you see him start coming back toward the house. And this is one of those few scenes where I'm like, this is kind of freaky. Like he looks yeah. a little terrifying coming back into the house and he's walking 
real like he's got he's got a place to go. And he's a big dude, oh, a big is. lanky dude. So yeah, he is intimidating. He is very intimidating. He's got a very stone cold face. Yes. And he comes in and the lady is by the staircase. She she sends the kids out, thank God. She sends yeah. them out to the park and she sees him at the staircase and uh she's at the staircase. She sees him coming coming toward her and she just immediately starts screaming. He runs up and chases her up. She locks the door behind herself, which was a smart move. Yes. Uh, cuz she's upstairs now. Unfortunately, um very slow on the process of getting outside the window on her part, but a guy tries to save Saver basically he comes out of his apartment. Yes, and I guess like a halfway house or something. Because like, yeah, I think it's like a boarding house. Yeah, boarding like a boarding house. house. There you yeah. go. And this guy, this poor guy. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, some like big Italian old man, and uh, he tries to come at him. He gets freaking axed in the face immediately. Oh, by the way, let's set this up too, though. So you see that a guy has an axe breaking down a door. And this guy's thought probably, I'm going to take him out with a wooden chair. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't find a piece of metal, a hammer, anything but a chair. Dude. And by the way, you got to love this too, because this is very an early 80s effect. When he hits him on the head with an axe, you get that weird, like, thud sound, like he hits styrofoam. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow the guy, after getting axed in the head, has enough in him to turn around and go, ugh, and then fall. It is great. I love that. <laughs> Gotta love that. Oh, and we get like a little wannabe shining moment as he starts axing down the door. Yeah. Um, yes, very shiny. Yeah, very shiny. Very shiny. Except instead of bus, instead of like cracking up just the, a little bit, he pretty much he pretty much axes down the entire door. Clears. Oh yeah, he shuffle. takes it down. <laughs> he gets to her. She's screaming. She's able to open the window, and she you see a mailman down down at the sidewalk, and he tells the mail. She tells the mailman, "Call for help. Call the police." And then you just hear her screaming as he starts to just axe away at her face and kill yeah. her ass. Uh, the cops do show up crazy quick, like within <laughs> two minutes. Like, they're there lickety-split. So I guess there's not a whole bunch going on. This is when I realized this must be a really small town. Yeah, because honestly, any other place, it's an hour later. This guy's already in another town. Exactly, so. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, these are some dedicated cuts. They are God, yeah. they arrive and uh this is uh yes, you're damn right. This is when we see Chuck fucking Norris, baby. That's right. Comes in, he's got his cowboy hat on. Sheriff Dan. Yep. And I was actually watching this uh with with uh my girlfriend Bree and she she saw she saw Chuck and she was like, Wow, that's him? That's Chuck Norris. I'm like, Yeah. She's like, He looks so young. I'm like, Yeah, he was young at one he was point. Young, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She only knows no him from kidding. like, you know, his infomercials. Oh, Walker. <laughs> yeah, Walker did that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, no, he was young. He was, you know, he had some swag to him. Yeah, he didn't have to color his stash back then. Nah, no. Nah. This is when he still has kind of the nice. I don't even know what you call that color of his mustache. Oh, I, oh God, that's some kind of like almost red strawberry blonde yeah, kind of color. I don't know. Strawberry I don't know blonde. how he managed that on his stash, but he did. He did. He has a strawberry blonde <laughs> yeah. stash. Almost. Uh, we we just had another episode uh, where. The guy had almost a graham cracker crust uh, mustache, so this is kind yeah. of in that same vein. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and so he comes into the house. He knows something went down, but he walks in like he's going into an open house. He's very chill at first. By the way, also as a law officer, does not announce who he is. Mm. That's awesome. He's just like, I'm a badass. I don't have to announce anything. Yep, just walking in. <laughs> just walks on in. He sees the, the fat Italian guy dead. So that's when he's like, okay, cool. This is like a legit situation. And he busts out yeah. his revolver, walks around the house, goes through the room. 
uh, with the axe door. And the axe guy tries to sneak up on him super quick, but of course Norse uh, senses it because he's right behind him. He pulls the axe from him fairly easily. Yeah. And uh, they start to go back and forth. A lot of bouncing off the bed work here. <laughs> yeah. And, and on purpose, by the way, on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the axe man heads outside of the house from what we were hoping that the lady would do. He gets out of the second floor, jumps no problem down, um, and Norris tries to follow him. But then we meet maybe the most oh aggravating character i've i've had in a movie in a long the, time. the worst deputy since deputy dewey and scream oh i mean God. this deputy dude sucks deputy dorfman <laughs> is what i call him because yes. he's from animal house yeah animal house <laughs> yes Stephen first yeah. yes and he busts out his gun because he sees the axe man running away he tells him like to freeze or something, but shoots and nearly hits Norris in the damn face. Face, yeah, it is. Great. And I like that Norris actually looks at him like, "Are you Charlie?" <laughs> like, damn, I would have shot him back. <laughs> like, you fucking kidding me, man? Yeah, like you can't make that up. That he just looks like Charlie. Uh, I'll be back. <laughs> like did i do that yeah like wow so norris uh ends up uh, he tries to go look for this guy uh we see the axeman kind of hiding in the shrubs and the grass and stuff but he pops up out of nowhere he hits norris in the back of the legs with a two by four yeah and they go back and forth again he's able to bring him down even though he got him really good with that two by four he, yeah surprisingly strong. right like he wasn't shaking up or yeah, anything man, that's should, chuck norris for that you shit off <laughs> Yeah. He's able to put him in handcuffs and he's still fucking like losing his shit and going crazy. They throw him in the cop car and he and uh, this is when we finally see the uh, I think the doctor comes around at this point. Yes. And he's like, uh, this guy, I'm just going to call Serpico. <laughs> yes. He. Oh, my God. You are not kidding. Yes. <laughs> so he's going to be Serpico for the rest of the movie. Serpico. He is just Serpico. Oh yes, that, he looks exactly like that. And character. he tells it's... him like, yeah, I'm, I'm his doctor. I was coming here to see how he was doing. And that's when. He meets a good old sheriff, uh, Norris, here, and he tells him, yeah, this dude killed two people. He's We have him arrested. He's in the car. And the the freaking killer, the axe man, gets – I guess he had super strength already because yeah. he busts open the cuffs, kicks the door down like nothing. Oh, no, no. Kicks it off the hinge. <laughs> it's great. Like, you got to love that. Just absolute insanity. I'm like, how the fuck is this happening? And he gets out, starts fucking up a bunch of cops. It's just insanity. He then, uh, they finally shoot him like a bunch of times. Like this asshole yeah. is dead. Like he definitely yeah. has to be dead. Oh, and by the way, even before that, when Chuck Norris mentions that, you know, he's killed two people. I love that the doctor goes, well, I didn't think he was having enough trouble or anything where I didn't think he could handle it. You know, maybe in my office he killed a baby squirrel and then when he left he kicked a couple of puppies. But who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? Like, dude, you didn't think this dude was a problem? He looked twitchy from the start. But I love that. Yeah. I love that. Civico has a lot of faith in man. Yeah, he has faith in them. Like, I didn't think he would be a problem for side Like, that dude? Wow. <laughs> You're a great doctor, man. <laughs> So we are now uh, in the hospital in an operation room, yeah. and they're trying to get this guy to survive. They're doing all this bullshit, and they, you know, you see the the doctor. Um, we this is when we meet some of the doctors. We're going to be seeing a bit. We yes. see Serpico there. Um, yes. We also uh, meet Glasses. I just call him Glasses. Uh, mm -hmm. He's kind of like a discount Goldblum slash just yes, very much nerd so. guy yes. that you have in a movie. And then we have the other guy who I'm just going to call Mad Scientist. <laughs> yes, the evil genius, yeah, the if you evil will. Genius. The, which, by the way, 
How do they get to operate in a hospital? I have no yeah. idea, but they get to. <laughs> so they're working on him. Yeah. Then for some reason, we cut to Chuck Norris. He's like in the middle of what looks like the lobby, but he has no shirt on. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, dude, put him in a fucking room. He's just, he's just working on him out in the open and shit. He's just hanging out. You know some nurses got pregnant. like. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. And uh, the doc tells him something like, I think the, you know, uh, Dorf tells him something like, oh, uh, this is some hospital you got here. And the doctor who comes to, to tell Norris, like, hey, you're looking okay. You got some contusions, but I think you'll be fine. He lets him know, well, this is actually a research facility. We mostly do molecular medicine and uh, genetic engineering. So we don't normally do cases like this, you know, like with, with – um, with Norris. So I'm guessing that's why yeah. they had him out in the open because they're like more of a research type lab, not like a hospital. Which by the way, why would they take him there to begin yeah, with? I was like, that makes no sense, right? Like I get taking the crazy guy who's been working like they've been working on him there. Working with him. I get that. But why was Chuck Norris there? I don't know. It's so stupid. And then you gotta love it. And then the fucking dwarf says some bullshit about like, oh, so y'all work on monkeys and shit like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he is the genius of this group. Oh, my God. Oh, so God. back in the surgery room, they're realizing that they're like, his body is fantastic. I'm like, guys, guys. Yeah. <laughs> For a guy that got a bunch of holes, he's in good shape. Yeah, like, holy shit. <laughs> and then they're like, but unfortunately, his brain's a dud. So the doc brings out some special formula. Looks like he's been planning on putting uh, – Something he's look, planning on putting something in him called uh, Mitogen thirty five or Mitogen. Uh, think reanimator juice, people. Yeah, that's all this is: is reanimator yes. juice. Yes, juice. without being, and it actually is kind of green, by the way. Yeah. go figure. Yeah, <laughs> you add like a little cinnamon to it, you know. Yeah, and uh, they've never tested on a human being, but they're pretty sure he's gonna die anyway. So, like, well, why not see what it does? Maybe it starts rebuilding yeah. some tissue or something, and they'll have something to work off. You know, that's science, baby. So yeah. uh, Norris is then. We see him uh, drinking water uh, from a water fountain, uh, something I don't plan on doing ever, ever again. Ever <laughs> again. Uh, <laughs> Pre-COVID, people. Pre-COVID. <laughs> a random woman walks up and says, Dan. Then Norris turns around and fake coughs the best way he can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, good job, Norris. Yeah. He clearly studied yeah. Hamlet in his And time. you know that was Got like it. the fifth take, too. Yeah. They're like, fuck it. Let's just That's keep it. that one. Let's roll. Let's, just... Let's roll. Norris tells Fat Cop to get the fuck out of the way. He's like, can you leave, man? I got to speak to this lady. He doesn't take the message, of course, at first, but he's able to eventually get his ass out of there. And the dude leaves. And then all of a sudden, this, this woman just slaps the shit out of Norris, and he hardly reacts at all. He's yeah. like, oh, nice. How you been? Yeah, like, hey, how you it's doing? Just like, it's just like, <laughs> how you been? It's like, holy shit. Yeah. Norris likes it rough. He does like it rough. Go figure. So uh, she's like saying that they've, she's been fine. Obviously they've had a relationship. She's saying that she's been fine since, you know, they were last together, but obviously she's not or else why the fuck would she be slapping him? And and also too, it's a clear indication that Sheriff Dan's a total douche. I know. <laughs> yeah. Sheriff Dan, uh, good old Sheriff Norris is a total douchebag. And just like, he's, I mean, he's in a small town, so you know, he's just like banging anyone that's single. That's yeah, kind of hot. He gets the run of what he wants. It's clear. Oh. He's just one of the one of the many, you know. Yes, to say the least. Flavor and of the be, uh, was it flavor of the week? <laughs> flavor of the week for him. And and to be honest, it's clear she didn't really appreciate. No, that. she did not. She <laughs> she did she not. It. 
So we're yeah. we're back at the operation table. The doc wants yeah. to give a little more time because uh, this guy was dying, um, but it looks like he's starting to come back. And the mad scientist guy gets super excited, like he just his yeah. pants get he gets pants rigor mortis. He's just yeah, oh yeah, he's ready to jerk off oh, on you this. You can at see this it point. in his eyes. This, Big this time. actor yes. is so good at looking so hard about science. Like he's like, oh yes, oh. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> he tells uh, Glasses Doc to get some more mitogen, but Serpico tells him, look, you know, this is – look at his brain matter. And they they cut to a screen that looks like they're playing a demo of, like, Missile Command. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one of those – it's a sign of the, the, the times as far as technology oh goes. That's as good as it the got, unfortunately. in this fucking movie. I can't wait. Uh, it's so good. Super Nintendo would be disappointed yeah, in this. Yeah, this is Atari 2600 <laughs> graphics. Yeah. Serpico gets pissed off. He tells him, like, this guy's a vegetable here, man. Like, you know, we're just fucking with this dude. We don't we don't need to be doing this. Let this man die. And the mad scientist is like, obviously doesn't want that. But he's like, OK, cool. Let's just do that. But then as soon as Serpico fucks off, mad scientist tells glasses, hey, go get some more of that minute. <laughs> Basically, mad scientist says, hey, we play with frogs. What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Who cares, man? Yeah, yeah, you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Yes. <laughs> Fuck your ethics. <laughs> That's right. So then Serpico comes out to talk to Norris to tell him that the Axeman is dead because he had, like, pretty much died. He was dead. Yeah. Yes, he didn't lie. He, he didn't, didn't lie, lie on this one. Because uh, he didn't even know what was going on. Um, yeah. And so then he tells uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Dan there that uh, the, the woman that slapped him earlier is actually <laughs> apparently his sister. Oh, that's right. His sister. Yeah. Like, awkward. Also, <laughs> the movie didn't really need to do that. At all. There's no ever At time all. where you see them really interacting, Serpico and this woman who we find out her name is Allison. Yes. And so I don't understand that whole thing. But, yeah, and Norris, always, Norris obviously he goes, yeah, we've met. Which is basically, yeah, he, yeah I porked your sister. <laughs> I was going to say, he basically told, yeah, I have taken pieces of this on a nightly basis. If Casey didn't yeah. know. <laughs> she had a buy one ticket, get the next one. Like, you got to love that. And I've, and even the doctor looked like, yeah, I, I got yeah. it. <laughs> She's been on the mustache ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And he is cocky about it. Oh, pun intended. Yeah. And uh, of course, you know, Serpico's like, well, man, the brother's always the last one to know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then we see her, we see Allison driving him back because Norris asks, asked her if she could drive him back to the station. She reluctantly agrees. But as soon as you're within, you know, uh, minus social distancing, as soon as, soon as you're within yeah. a couple of feet of Norris, he starts, he's, he's caressing her shoulder as they're in the car. He's, he's kind of petting her ear and her hair. He's doing the creepiest shit I've ever seen, but I guess it yes. works. Um, because she's like, you know what? I'm so sick of this. You're not going to get this to work again. I'm not going to be sleeping with you. And of course we cut to them sleeping together. Classic. Which by the way, totally goes against the thing of like, essentially like, he basically says, see, being an asshole does work. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I don't get. And then also the fact that so far in this movie, we've had two women in this movie. One that just kept yelling and complaining who gets axed in the face. And then the other one who's saying that I'm um, not going to sleep with you ever again and then ends up sleeping with him. So good job, yeah. Silent Rage. <laughs> yeah, I, it's definitely one of those. This was not very good for anybody involved in this. Nobody. Yeah. Except for Chuck Norris's mustache. Yeah, Chuck Norris's the mustache. The stash is the one that was doing this. It remains this. resilient. Yes. So they sleep together. We have a. Um, yeah. We get to see fantastic zero chemistry on display. Uh, oh, absolutely. We're with uh, Deputy Dorfman, who has ordered two full burger meals. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're gonna play a fat guy deputy, 
Play a fat guy deputy. So give Steven first credit on that. Uh, deputy Dewey did it on this one. He's like, screw it. I'll do two burgers because that's what a fat deputy I does. I love that Got he it. orders two separate meals. Like, I would have told him, hey, um, just for, you know, just so I don't look like a complete fat piece of shit, can you just put them all on one big plate instead of yeah. looking like somebody was supposed to meet me and they didn't show up? I know, right? Oh, it's, it's so crazy. weird. Uh, but I can understand, you know, visually, it looks fucking hilarious. Yes. It does. We meet our local uh, outlaw people. Yes. Uh, they come in, and it's these two guys. Um, and they're minorities, by they, the way. They, Go figure. They, that's why they're out. Well, they're either minorities or they just have a lot of dirt on them. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to tell, right? Like, I couldn't tell. Were they trying to be, like, you know, kind of like uh, Latin? Or were they trying to be, like, well, who knows yeah, what they were they trying to be? they also kind of have, like, a Native American style. Yeah. Look, like, I, I guess they, at that time they just said, hey, look, these guys, you know, like they're, they're going to be kind of dirty yeah, to looking. Me, so these are the bad to guys. Me, they're yeah. white guys that the director was like, let's try to make them look like people of color, but we don't want to hire anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's just throw some dirt on them and get them a little. Yeah, closer. then there we go. That'll do it. Yeah. You know, they're bad guys. Like, all right, thanks, Hollywood. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> so these guys are being real pricks. The, the, there's one woman there with them, very bosomy. She comes up to uh, Deputy Dorf and starts rubbing his cheeks. I think she calls them sweet cheeks. Uh, yes, she does. Which um, yeah. I didn't even know was a thing. Like I didn't know that was a phrase back then. I thought sweet cheeks was. I don't think it was, uh, but she was able to do it anyway. Nice. That's just how it good. worked out. It's back good to in know the that 80s. it goes back yeah. to '82 and maybe even further back. Yeah, at the very least. And he goes up, sweet <laughs> cheeks, and she's all caressing him, and he's being awkward because he has never been touched by a woman, uh, at other all. than his mom. Other than uh, his mom, yes. You know, he has. He doesn't want to admit he he's enjoys good. it, but. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. So they start fucking with him. But then Sheriff Norris comes in. He's very stoic, comes up, get orders himself a coffee, but this asshole is just fucking with him. He's like, you know what? We chew towns like this up for breakfast. You know, this town ain't worth shit. We're going to fuck this up. And Norris is like, well, uh, I guess you've never been in this town before because uh, yeah. you've never seen this mustache, obviously. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. that's right. You've never messed with this stash. And this guy takes offense to this. He walks up to Norris, and Norris just chokeholds his ass. Right before he was about to grab a knife, he says, yeah, I wouldn't do that if I were you. You're not going to enjoy it. Because all law enforcement agents, that's how you handle business. Exactly. And I really like God. how this movie has, has – we, we later, you know, we have some nudity. But he – instead of saying, like, the F word or being more derogatory, this outlaw guy just says, this ain't over yet, sucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird, right? Like, it's almost like, oh, we can only use so many bad words, so – uh, not here. We'll save the bad words for later. Like, okay. I feel like people stopped saying sucker in like 1979. At least, yeah. right? But hey, I, they had to keep it going for this one. So they take off in their motorcycles and Deputy Dorfman says, good thing you took care of them because I was going to get really mad pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, it is weird that all of a sudden he tries to be a hard ass when clearly he was still eating his burger when yeah. Sheriff Norris was taking care of business. He's yeah. like me in middle school. I had a friend. Um, I still have a friend. <laughs> His, his yeah. name is Rocky, but he, he is a big guy. You know, he's a lot taller than me. And I acted incredibly confident when he was around. <laughs> yes, to say the and least. I think Dorfman is doing that as well. Yeah, like, you're lucky you left because I'm busy right yeah. now. <laughs> I had this friend, you know, makes me feel safe. 
So, yeah, that's right. Oh, God. He is terrible. So now we're with Serpico and glasses, and they, yes. they head to a sector in the hospital that is apparently closed off to personnel. So this is when we get into the mad scientist lab. Yes. But then uh, we cut back to Deputy Dorf. God damn it, they have too many scenes with him. Uh, he's just uh, realizing that he's a complete wuss bag and that he's never even been in a fight. Uh, he said, uh, for, for some reason, by the way, he says all this, and... Sheriff Dan actually encourages him. He's like, no, man, I think you could be a good cop. Yeah. Oh, and not only that, you got to set this up, too, because so actually, you know, uh, Sheriff Dorfman literally goes into a story of him as a kid mm. where he gets a That's puppy. later. That's later. Oh, is that yeah, later? Oh, later. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay, because I'm I'll like, let you, I'll let you do that one because I, I skipped over yeah, that. I'll, I jumped the gun on that because that is how crazy this yeah. is. But let's I keep going. I think in my notes, I just have that as another useless scene. So feel feel yeah. free to uh, describe <laughs> that one when we get there. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm confused because Norris is like tell, encouraging him. I'm like, bro, he almost shot you in the face. You, yes, in the face. <laughs> So we're back at the hospital, mad scientist yeah. lab, um, and we can tell it's a mad scientist lab because it's very dark. <laughs> I don't know how yes. they're seeing anything in there. Uh, glasses show Serpico, the axe man, who's healing at an alarming rate. He now has organs of a 20-year-old boy, as they say. Yes. These guys say a lot of weird shit. I'm like, 20-year-old Yes, they boy. do. Uh, the doc slices his chest and he just heals up like he's made out of phloem. He's like made out yeah, of some yeah. kind of. It, it wasn't great effects, people. It was not a great <laughs> effect. A, but you get what they were trying made to do. Mattress memory foam. Yeah, memory foam. <laughs> it's so hilarious. And they're all freaking out like, holy shit, this is legit. Like this drug works. Um, and I like that it's a, such a powerful drug, by the way, that when he slices them, no blood comes out. Yeah, it heals that's a so good fast. Drug. This guy's like Wolverine now. Yeah, he's like Wolverine, but without the cool look. Yeah, without the cool look, <laughs> and uh, we'll find out later how uncool this fucking guy is. Uh, yes. I, I love, by the way, I love that they decided to make a movie where they're going to hire Chuck Norris, who barely talks at all, and then a fucking slasher who never talks at all. Talks all. Oh, it's a perfect mix. Oh, let's just, perfect let's just mix. give Dorfman all the lines. Oh, my God. Which is probably why they got him to begin with, because they were like, well, at least we know he can say lines. We saw Animal That's House. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Like, he, he can talk. He'll be our... Co- he can talk? Our, yeah, he'll do that. comedy gold. Yeah. So Super Cool uh, asks if he's uh, still on life support. He's like, he's still on life support, right? And they're like, yes, yes, don't worry about it. But he, they actually take him off, and he's basically yes. alive again. Serpical says, before we go to Stockholm and get the Nobel Prize, I want to do the whole works. Let's get some tests on this motherfucker. So they start running tests on him. Then we see uh, uh, Sheriff Norris there, and he's with um, he's doing that douchey thing when you sit on someone's desk as he drops by to pretend that he's charming and he flirts with Allison. Uh, they decide to go grab a cup of coffee, another useless scene, and we're yes. back with the mad scientist lab, and the guys are looking at a Windows Media Player abstract visualization uh, <laughs> screen. Which, yes, you gotta <laughs> love that. Tech at its best back uh, Maybe then. it's closer to the, sure, uh, so the Atari Jaguar actually was fam- famous yeah. for having this visualization if you put a CD inside. Um, yeah. And then eventually, you know, I don't know if Windows Media Player had that afterward or not, but I just remember the Jaguar had a really dope one. This is basically what they're looking at. It's supposed to be this guy's DNA, right? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and they're reacting to it so confident, which yes, <laughs> like, you got to love that. Like when you can look at pixelated crap like that and go, yes, look at what we've done on that. Like, uh, all right, man, I'm glad y'all can tell what the hell that is. <laughs> So we're back with Allison and Sheriff Norris, and she's saying some bullshit about she thinks the relationship's going so fast, even though they just barely 
got together like the night before. And, yeah, evidently, right? And uh, she says that they shouldn't be together, and Norris just goes, okay. <laughs> okay, yep. Man of many words. He, he's a charmer. Uh, I'm like, yes. do you know him? Or do, what, you think yeah. he's going to start crying? He's. By the way, she gets upset at his answer of, okay. I'm like, what did you expect him to do? He is not a charmer, and he is not going to recite you a poem no. anyway. <laughs> and, he, and this is one of the few times you see him smile because he gives this little smirk yeah. like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, you're just, you know, number 16. Yeah, yeah. It's not a nice yeah. smile. Yeah, it's a smirk. It's a smirk, <laughs> uh, which yeah. I remember doing in high school in my cocky days <laughs> when I had that solid four-pack. Uh, That's right. <laughs> so then uh, we're – we see, I think, oh, so then Serpico and Mad Scientist come out uh, to talk to Norris because, by the way, this whole conversation, because she works at, at the same lab place. Yes. And so they come in to talk to Norris, and they say that they're still doing an autopsy, and, and Norris is like, um, no, the protocol is that this needs to go to the coroner. And Mad Scientist is like, so it is. Well, bye. By the way, one of the few smart lines that Sheriff Norris actually has. That was actually smart. Like, but that's the coroner's job. And Mad Scientist actually looked like, damn, that is the coroner's like, job. No one. Like, <laughs> I, I wish I wish Mad Scientist said, well, I didn't expect you to say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were dumber than this. Uh, shit. Uh, well. Yeah, no what? <laughs> we're shaving his balls. Uh, yeah, to make it easier for the coroner. Yeah, we, we sort of prep him, you know. Yeah, we prep It's not them. easy waxing a butthole. That was an awkward look by the mad scientist. Like, he just did yeah. not expect Sheriff Norse to have a smart And answer. I like that he doesn't really respond. He goes, well, bye. No! <laughs> yeah, like, well, too bad! <laughs> I got him! Go away! So then Al- Allison walks away from, from Norris because she's still salty about the whole situation. Yeah. Uh, and they, they head out. So then now mad scientists and Serpico are arguing about the Axeman because they need to... Because, you know, Serpico's getting nervous. He's like, oh, we got the sheriff who's on our ass. He's obviously knows his shit. He know- he's going to get suspicious if we don't turn over this body. We need to just terminate this dude and move on. But Mad Scientist is still super hard on for this. He wants it to have. He wants to keep doing tests. He wants to keep running experiments. And at this moment, we see, uh, we see Axeman open his eyes for a second. And then Mad Scientist, because he's hearing like, oh, shit, they want to kill me. And yeah. Mad Scientist gets pissed off because he, they kind of get into a little tussle, a science tussle, you know, a, a scientist yeah, tussle. Yeah, a, a nerd, a nerd tussle. tussle. Yeah. And they push each other <laughs> a little nerd bit. Tussle. And he heads out. Oh, and then Mad Scientist flexes. He's like, look, I'm your boss, bitch. <laughs> he throws down the gauntlet of like, you work for me. Make no mistake about that. And Serpico was like, damn it, yeah, I do. He's, he's like, get your ass out of my laboratory. Yeah, that's right. So then we're, this is the scene. We're back with Deputy Dorf and uh, Norris yes. uh, so he can have uh, another useless <laughs> story. And what, what does he talk about here, John? <laughs> so for some reason, now this deputy who's already got the job is full of doubt of even why the hell he is a deputy. You gotta love that, that this guy has a law enforcement deputy job, and he is just like, you know, I've never been in a fight, and, you know, I'm kind of a coward, and, you know, Sheriff Norris is like, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that is true. And for some reason, he decides to go into a little story time of like, I didn't put this on my application, which I'm not sure why you would, but he goes into, I had a dog when I was a kid, and, you know, I didn't want, I got a dirty plane with him and I didn't want my mom to get mad. So I had washed him 
but I wanted him to drive, but I knew not to put him in the dryer. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. At least you're not that stupid. So I put him in the freezer. The freezer like, oh, my God, you are that stupid. You should have just put him in the dryer. I was going to say, so, that might be dumber. <laughs> that was even dumber. And then he goes, and then I started playing, and I forgot about him. Like, oh, my God, you are a crazy asshole. What the hell's wrong with you? Even as a kid, that's dumb. And he tells me, and my mom went to go get a roast, and when she opened the freezer, well, there was the dog, and I guess he was trying to scream for help because his mouth was open like this. And I love that Sheriff Norris just like, I understand. Like, it happens. No, like, no, no, no. You're a good man. You can do this. Like, oh, my God, I would have fired him already. Like, damn. I'm starting to guess that. Nobody wants to be a cop in this town, and he yeah, only I, has Dorf as a sidekick, and he's like, well, it, fuck, it, this is all I got. It almost comes across like, look, you're the only applicant, all right? <laughs> so I can't get anyone else. You're fine. <laughs> oh, like, oh, my God. Yeah, Dorf gives off this impression like he is a product of strong incest. Like, Yeah, oh, my God. I, it's definitely where, like, you know, God, that family tree Oof. did not branch very oh, far. It's a single line. Son of a bitch. So wow. after that, we uh, we then see the outlaws having a jolly good time because, oh, so Norris scopes out the bar. He sees all these motorcyclists yeah. um, there. And I guess this was a time where if you saw motorcycles, you thought, oh, these are a gang and they're they're up to no good. And which I guess in some cases, which I was gonna say, technically that has been proven correct, but that was strictly that. Let's not stereotype. That could have happened yeah. anywhere, but these, yeah, these could but be nice guys. He, he was right on this. Yeah, one. He, yeah he was right he was on right this. On one. This. So he tells Dorf, like, "Oh, um, go to the bar, right?" And so Dorf doesn't pr slow down. He just does a complete fucking Tokyo drift, almost killing like three people that are coming back down the highway, and takes off into into getting into the parking lot of the bar. So I'm like, this guy has shown Norris that he almost shot him in the face that face. he doesn't really he's never been in a fight that he's killed a dog and he doesn't know how to yeah. drive i'm like what is he just a warm body to put in the way just in case you get in a gunfight <laughs> or does he have dirt on sheriff norris because how else is he keeping yeah. that job <laughs> yeah God. maybe norris knows like he knows something about norris or he's, he witnessed something and norris doesn't have the balls to just ch choke him out <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like he's like, fine, I'll play along. We'll, he'll keep he's his like, job. Uh, and... Pet the rabbits, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just, just keep doing yeah, that. It's yeah, I fine. imagine Dorf getting taken out like of mice and men style. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Very much. Oh, and of course, as this scene gets even better. Yeah, so they get into the damn <laughs> yeah. bar. Yes, it's so dark. It's incredibly dark. Um, I kind of uh, clued this in a little bit or teased this a little in the beginning of the show where. We find out that they've basically tied the bartender to a to a giant, uh, you know, what do you call that? A pan almost like a uh, like a support yeah, post, like a post that's in the bar that's there. Yeah, they tied him up and they're just having a damn good time, just freaking drinking some booze and they're wedding, having wet t-shirt contests. We get our first scope oh, of boobs in this part, by the way. Definitely yes, and seventy style boobs too. Very slopey. yeah, very slopey. <laughs> There's no <laughs> no slopey. silicone in these babies. Yeah, no, no, all natural. Yeah, some of these, some of these women have had children. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I don't want to get canceled. Uh, <laughs> so, 
So then, uh, so Norris tells Deputy Dorf, like, yo, let me do the talking here. Just shut the fuck up. We're going to come in here. We're going to just figure out what's going on out here. But as soon as they walk in, of course, Dorf says some bullshit like, everyone shut the fuck up and get against the wall. <laughs> yeah, like all of a sudden, he grows a set and just demands a basically a gang of like bikers to listen to this fat guy who can't do nothing and go against the wall. And needless to say, they weren't impressed. They were not impressed. Um, biker no. chick comes up, and uh, we find out deputies, uh, Deputy Dorf is a boob man. Yes, <laughs> she, very uh, much she so. She flashes him, and he almost goes for a grope. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, like, a thorough two-hander, by the way. <laughs> he goes full Frankenstein at her. Yeah. And Norris stops him just in time, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> yes! He actually, this one, he did look like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> He's like, go call for backup. I'm going to yeah. figure out what's going on here. Get backup. So Dorf goes back and get leaves the bar, and they're kind of going back and forth. And all of a sudden, we have Sheriff Norris versus, like, 30 biker dudes. 30 bikers. And they're all very yes. um, kind enough to wait one by one. Of course. Why bum rush the guy? Let's take him on individually in a line. That's a great idea, biker guys. Great idea. And uh, he kicks him ass. We see some solid uh, solid choreography here for the most part. Although, one thing I do get a kick out of. So, there is a scene where uh, they actually get him down. But instead of, like, I don't know, maybe taking his gun or hitting him over the head with something, they get this big fat guy and say, break him. And I'm like, oh, man, is he going to, like, elbow him? Is is he going to just knee him and put all his weight on him and break his back? No, no, he proceeds to pick him up and bear hug the hell out of him. <laughs> I mean, bear hug him like he's going to make him fart. Yeah. And, you know, of course, Chuck Norris praying, like, oh, my God, he's breaking my back, you know, like that. I'm like, this isn't even a big straw. He just, he just looks beer gut fat. And, of course, Chuck Norris does the ear slap, and, you know, that always yeah, works. Yeah, this classic ear slap, slap works. I, yeah. I think it's because it's one of those things, like, well, I've never been hit in my ears before. Like, that hurts. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so maybe it really does hurt, but it worked in this yeah. one. So, And also, within the choreography, you got to love this too. Guy comes at him with the cue stick, which he, by the way, very good move. He breaks in half and proceeds to hit him with the other half of the cue mm -hmm. stick. Now, what I love about this is he starts hitting guys that are coming at him with this cue stick. But they flip backwards like they're getting hit with a baseball bat it's half a cue stick i mean at the very least he slaps you and you get a red mark yeah, yeah. that's not so much an ouch as a i i i like ooh, hey i think that's splintered man <laughs> damn bro shit yeah that burns and then we, we cut to dorf and he's just like describing the the tits of this woman <laughs> to the guy and by the way in detail including the and they have tattoos which like okay so he digs a woman with tattoos there and by the way and you realize at no point has he actually told them they need no, backup no he hasn't said shit he's so engulfed yeah. uh just lost in these boots oh and wants to ask her out yeah. Biker chick, like, that's my kind of woman. Anyone who can show me boobs, I want to yeah. go out with. <laughs> this is my kind of lady. And uh, we yeah. see the main guy. The, the, we, there's this main guy. I don't even know if we ever get his yeah. name, but he's the, the, the gang leader. Uh, he is left pretty much alone. 
and he goes onto his motorcycle, who I, I guess he drove it into the fucking bar. Yeah, he actually has his motorcycle in the like, bar because that's where yeah, everyone's like, motorcycle. Parallel park, like he he reversed into that position. So yeah, perfectly. By the way, really well done. Time. Props on that. And uh, yeah. he's trying to start it up, but he can't get it going. Norris is distracted. He fucking up some other dude. He throws this guy outside, like the door or the window. And yeah. Dorf sees it and finally realize, oh shit, shit's popping up. Yeah, we need, we need backup. No, he actually goes mayday, mayday, because that's what deputies yell when yeah. they need backup. Mayday. Piece of shit. <laughs> and uh, you gotta love and it. so then Norris uh, sees the the leader start up his motorcycle, and right at the same time where he's taking off, I guess the leader set up a table so he can just fly out of the window if he wanted to. It was really well set up for that jump. Perfect. Yes, and. And Perfect. Norris hits him in the chest with a fucking uh, uh, pull uh, stick. The Q stick. stick, yeah. Oh, which, by the way, again, was half a stick. Wasn't even the yeah. full uh, this pull might stick. Be like you gotta my love favorite. it. I don't know if this was dummy work or not, but it's really fun because this guy's about to get through the window, but when he gets hit, it straightened him up, and he just rams his head to the top frame of the window, which <laughs> yes. just plunks onto the floor. <laughs> again, effects were not a deal for this movie. Oh. Not necessary in this movie were so effects. Good. It, was, uh, it was low budget on this So uh, we're done with all that, uh, and we're back with the mad scientist. He's speaking to yes. Axeman and letting him know that he's, uh, he's just life's work, and he won't let anything happen to them, and don't be concerned. He basically tells Axeman... I love you, man. I, know. <laughs> I love you, man. Now I'm just gonna remove your clothes. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and so then Mad Side just walks away, and we see um, we see Axeman make a creepy ass. This guy's face is not meant to smile. Like he, when he smiles, no. it's just unsettling as fuck. Um, we get another shirtless Norris. Uh, you know, uh, for the ladies, uh, he yes. starts playing uh, what, according to the captions, man, was upbeat jazz. <laughs> Which, by the way, at first I thought was kind of like like the movie kind of like background music because I'm like it's smooth jazz, like maybe. And then I realized, holy shit, he's playing that. He wants to listen <laughs> yeah. to that. Wow, man, did not see yeah. that one coming. Morris is a, a fan of of upbeat jazz. Uh, yeah, Allison stopped by his place uh, out of nowhere, and she's yeah, you know, we she's basically like, oh, I was in the area, and uh, well. Then we just get makeup sex uh, with the worst love ballad ever made. Oh my God, yes. And and let's also throw this. Within that makeup sex, they got to throw in the montage, but they're also having a good time together it's... as well. It's not just the oh sex. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it's just the sex because, yeah, he is not a funny And I love that. I, I know. <laughs> and I love that the montage is just them doing stuff around the house. They're like walking around yes. the backyard. They're, the hammock. The hammock. <laughs> They're on the balcony. I'm like, okay, like. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, it was like, hey, he doesn't have a really big I was waiting backyard. for them this to, like, show them with. playing ping pong and yeah. other kinds of stuff. <laughs> so then, uh, then uh, uh, Sheriff asked her um, if she would like to go out to his cabin out in the mountains. Which, by the way, clearly means he is like freaking embezzling money from oh, the town. How the hell can he afford a mountain cabin? He's he's embezzling and killing every woman he takes there. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so creepy to hear Chuck Norris, who yeah. acts so dull, to be like, how about we go out in my cabin out in the mountains? <laughs> like, nope. 
where well, it'll be just us. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> You're not that good at sex. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go to the cabin. But she does agree. She gets excited. They're going to head out, yes. like, I think the next night or something like that. They're going to be heading out very soon. Yeah, they're heading and, out. And uh, yeah. then we are with Serpico, and he has a house. Like, he doesn't just live at the lab. He, he arrives at home. Yeah, yeah, it was weird to see his house. Yeah, yes. and he's he's coming home. He gives the classic, honey, I'm home bullshit. And his wife is painting a giant yellow butthole on canvas. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is that? Like, hey, look, I get that she's an artist, but it is just a yellow butthole. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's not particularly creative. It's clear we know, like, okay, you depend on his money for your art. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And then she hasn't even made dinner. What kind of wife yeah. is this? <laughs> well, especially in the 80s. That was kind of a thing back then. Yeah. But you know what? To her credit, she was like, screw you. I'm busy painting a yeah. yellow butthole. You can feed yeah, the, the seventies hippiness really stuck with her, you know. She she didn't yeah. shake it off. <laughs> she didn't shake it off. I was proud of yeah. her for that. Like, screw you, make your own dinner. And so then, this is when we find out that I guess Allison lives with them because Serpico says something like, yes. oh, "Is she home yet?" I'm like, "So your sister lives with you as well, like, and works with you? Could you imagine if me and like, Anna worked and lived in the same house, like?" And by the way, which really means like, "Hey, man, do you even pay your sister, man? I think she's volunteering for you." <laughs> Damn, you're not even paying her. My God, dude. Like, if so, uh, you know, our sister is Anna, <laughs> and she is a, yeah. I would love to have her on the show, but uh, she is very shy, even though she's extremely vocal. Which is, yeah, it is one of those, her, the word of the, her usage of the word shy is just one of the, if you knew her, you'd be like, you're yeah, shy. it's so weird because <laughs> she's very, very funny. It's weird. Um, but yes. if we lived together and worked in the same place, one of us would die in three months. I'm not sure which one. Easy. It would probably be accidental, like accidentally fall down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> accidentally get caught in the house fire. One of those two things. One but, of those uh, two, but yeah, it wouldn't. It would be a tough. But I guess uh, Serpico is a sweetheart, you know. <laughs> he's just, uh, yeah, evidently he he's, is. He's very he patient. He's like a very cool dude. Uh, he's even cool about you know. He's like, hey, yeah, let's just get pizza. I'll go get the pizza. And she's like, no, 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 because you're gonna end up back at the lab. I'll just go get the pizza. So then we find out uh, here that Serpico, of course, has a basement, and of course, he does um, the fucking photograph stuff. Which I'm sure is uh, really bad photographs of things we really don't want to see. And just before that, uh, we get the kind of old school slasher um, uh, point, like a what's it called when it's like just your per the per first person perspective. Oh yes, um, yeah, yeah, the the Michael Myers yes, look. We get the yes. Michael Myers. We hear eerie music, so we know it's a bad yeah. guy. We know he's watching. Yeah, he's yes. watching. Serpico heads downstairs. This guy walks around. He finds the largest kitchen knife i've ever seen on my in my fucking life just 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 placed right there in the fucking island even michael myers would have like how come i couldn't find that <laughs> knife i didn't have that knife i would have used it this well like the fruit ninja knife <laughs> yes wow it's an impressive butcher Holy knife crap. man it's practically this a machine one of those, like it was in an infomercial and it, they were like cutting yeah. rocks in half and shit with it they're like <laughs> yeah let's buy that it's only four payments of 20.99 yeah Pretty much, and yes. So uh, he oh. comes down the stairs. He goes into the basement. It's all red. Um, and he, I think, I don't know if Serpico here. Oh, yeah, he hears something. He's like, oh, is that you, Allison? He turns around, and, of course, he sees Axeman. Axeman just stares at him like, hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> yeah, instead of just slashing at him, he actually looks at him like, I'm like, here. Hey, like, well, that's how's it good. Going? All right. This is when yeah. we find out Axeman 
can't talk. And he didn't really talk much anyway. He probably gave like yes. four lines. Um, so from yeah. now on, he's going to mumble a little bit, uh, maybe scream. Um, grunt yeah, a little. He can make vocal sounds. Yeah. So he's not completely like – he hasn't lost his vocal cords. Yeah, he's not mute. Yeah. But uh, he doesn't talk at all, which makes for a really yeah. exciting movie. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Serpical throws throws that photograph liquid. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Which, by the way, is probably just alcohol and water. But anyway, it acted like acid yeah. to this dude, and he was like the wicked like, witch ah! melting. And so, yeah, ah! so he chases after Serpico. Serpico goes, and of course, Serpico has a gun, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, but by the way, this is what I love. So you would think he's going into his bedroom, and the gun's under his bed, or you know, like uh, in the closet there. No, no, he goes to a random room, what looks like the living room, and a hall closet there. And that's where he's got his gun because that's where you need it. Go oh, figure. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm like, great job, Serpico. Yeah, great job, Serpico. Like, that's where I want my gun in the hallway of a random living room. <laughs> awesome. one of your nieces or nephews in the future. Yeah. Just find it. <laughs> Just blow their oh, face off. But great. You normally keep that, like, in your office where you have a, this, a desk yeah. that you can lock or in a safe uh, by your bed. Or hell, even under your yeah, bed. Under your bed. Something. So he, but at least he had the gun. But he had the and gun. Yes, he had, and it was already yep. loaded. And he Good does that him. thing that you do, where you announce yourself and let the guy know that you have a gun. <laughs> yes, which is like just very like, hey, I could hurt you. Is like maybe don't let him know that. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're wondering where I'm at, I'm here. Um, yes. <laughs> just get ready because I'm coming. <laughs> And so he's heading over to the bedroom or something like that. He opens yeah. the door. It, it's a, there. It is a kind of a tense, you know, kind of. Uh, yeah, because you know he's not sure where he's yes. at. So there's that. Where is he? Yes, and the axeman is so fucking quiet. Like this guy walks on yeah. cat paws. He pops yeah. out of nowhere. He, um, I think he shoots him immediately. Yes, which is by the way, it's great because so the the axeman raises his hands like he's going to hit him. And somehow Serpico covers his eyes with his arm, shoots randomly, and hits him twice square in dead center chest. He even, afterwards, when he saw what he did, he looks at his gun like, wow, he must be a magic gun because my eyes were closed. Yeah, he does the opposite of Pulp Fiction where he closed yeah. his eyes and actually like got this guy in the chest twice, like fatal wounds. Yeah, center mass twice. And I love that Serpico knows this guy can self-heal, but turns around and just stares yes. at the wall. For like, I got him good. He'll be down for at least an hour. Like, okay? Yep. So he stands up. You know, Axeman comes up, attacks him for the second time. Serpico shoots him in yeah. the gut, throws him down the stairs. Now, to be fair, this time he did me too. This was that good where he sticks the gun in his gut and fires yeah, confidently. Boom. So that was much better than the first one. Uh, he, he goes down the stairs. Instead of finishing him off, shooting him in the brain or something like that, he walks away. Yeah. Axeman wakes up again. We're going to get to see this guy open his fucking eyes like 12 or 13 more times. Yo, they love yes. that scene. They, it's Evidently, it's what he could do well. So they're like, you're just going to do it because that's the one thing you can do really <laughs> well. Open your eyes. Yeah. Just open your eyes. We like it. It's crazy looking. He Go walks for it. right past Axeman, and Axeman grabs him by the legs, brings him down, and Serpico drops the gun in the process, and he kind of drags him yes. toward close. It's looking like Serpico screwed, y'all. I mean, and I got to yeah. admit, I like him. I, I was like, oh, maybe he'll get out of this somehow. 
Uh, so we'll find out. <laughs> and so then we see, yeah. see Serpico's wife coming home with pizza and wine. She's such a good wife. Oh, by the way, this looked like it was like almost two hours later. Like, where the hell is this pizza place in another town? It almost looks like it's midnight. She's like, did you did you heat up the stove? We got to reheat this son of a yeah. bitch. Yeah, like where's this pizza? This is place? before uh, the the weird Domino's hot bag that they make. That yeah, keeps the pizza like boiling Man. hot. Uh, so yeah, God. so then uh, she's coming in and she's like, "Hey, where where are you, Superco?" She's like walking around, Superco, and he's like answering. <laughs> And uh, she looks down in the basement, nothing. She's walking down the hall, and oh, man, there he is, choked yeah. out on the floor. Choked out. Dead as shit. And for some reason, yeah. Axeman stays. I thought his whole purpose, take out Serpico. I don't need to do anything else. But I guess because he's still kind of in tune with him just being a basic serial killer crazy person. Yeah. So he's coming up. And he likes to kind of play with his prey, as we find out. Yeah, it's weird. So he's this invulnerable freaking X-Man killing machine. But he decides to sneak up yeah. on her. Like, because she's grieving over him, just crying her eyes out that he's dead. And you literally see him crouched, like like old school Scaredy Castell, sneaking up on her. Like, uh, dude, I think you could snap her neck like a twig. What are you he's worried also, about? <laughs> he's also huge. Like, he's, I'm like, yes! yeah, you ducking is not going to make a fucking difference. We can all see yeah. you in your giant spacesuit thing. Yeah, instead of 6'4", when you're crouching, you're like 6'1". Yeah. We can see yeah, you. And they put they put him in this weird, like, silver space jumpsuit. It's a silver yeah, outfit. So... He looks like he played for the Spurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he really played for the Spurs back in the early 80s. The cocaine yeah, the early cowboy early 80s, days. when they had those... Those silver outfits, yeah. Uh, so uh, she heads up to, like, she heads upstairs. She gets into like some kind of attic staircase area. That it looks like. Yeah, it was actually a nice really hiding nice. place. I'll she give hangs her that. out in there. It was. You can hear Axeman walking around. He looks through the doorway. He doesn't see her because she just went up high enough. And there's actually probably one of the best shots in the movie here, where there's a partial shot because she's kind of hiding behind like a little staircase post, but you can kind of see half her face, and she's crying and she's terrified. It actually is pretty dope. She did a good job with that, like the whole. Yes, she actually could act. She, could act. she was one of the few in that movie that could yeah, act. Yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> uh, it was. So then, after a while, I would have just stayed there forever until something yes. happened. I would not have even – I don't care if there's like an hour of silence. I would have been like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not going out the door. But she decides to go back out. Yes. And, and investigate. investigate. She heads down the stairs, and she opens the door. And uh, he's hiding right there. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, we get a real lazy kill here. He just slams her head against the wall. And she's got... Oh, and by the way, so they couldn't really make this look good. So they actually sped up the film to make it look like he slammed her head at super speed <laughs> against the wall. And so you get this great jelly splatter Raspberry. of blood. And it is... It's... It's and he looks at it like he almost wanted to get his finger taste like mm, raspberry. Because <laughs> it's so thick and goopy. It like... It doesn't even drip down the floor. It chunks it down the floor. It's so, awesome. And I was like, come on, guys. You couldn't break the drywall? Like, I can break. Me and yeah. you have punched plenty of drywall. Yes. We have punched yeah. drywall. And, like, I got fat, hammy fists that can't yeah. punch nothing. So, like, you would think she, he would have broken her head all the way through the other Tem side. <laughs> slightly temperamental Chicanos like us can break drywall. This guy couldn't shove her head through one. So, yeah, it's crazy. Just, Gotta damn. love it. So then Allison gets to the yeah. house and she starts getting ready for a shower in the weirdest fucking way I've ever seen. She <laughs> Yes. She asks it first of all, she asks, Hey, are y'all home? Good, no, because I'm gonna get naked in shower. Great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so all good. right. 
she, she, she takes her top off, takes a boot off, but keeps one boot on. She starts like kind of like on one boot walking, like jumping. Yeah, it like like are you in that kind of a hurry? Like, do you got the runs? I mean, like, what's are going you on? A child? Like, why are you yeah. your clothes off like this? So I guess it's supposed to show that she's excited about going to this cabin. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I hadn't thought of it, but you're right. I think they were just trying to show, like, oh, see, she's really excited about going to the mountains to get killed by yeah. Sheriff Norris. Have you ever um, seen that video from – okay, so I don't want to bring up this song, but you know that What Does the Fox Say song? Unfortunately, I do. Okay, so those guys – uh, they're called Yelvis, um, and they're yes. brothers, and they're Swedish. I think they're Swedish guys that host a show in Sweden. They're actually yeah. – they're basically Jimmy Fallon, um, but actually funny. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and so they have a bunch of little songs like that that are really stupid to promote their night their Tonight Show. Yeah. And they have a song called The Cabin. And one of the, ver one of the first lines goes, Let me take you to my special place. Only four hour drive from the city. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a really funny song about this guy's I wonder, creepy cabin. They probably saw Silent Rage like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Let's go to my <laughs> cabin on the woods. That's right. <laughs> it's such a good song. But anyway, aside oh, from God. all that, yeah. Allison's getting ready for a shower. Then she goes into one of the bedrooms to put on some perfume, and she's like, what the fuck is on the bed? Because it's, like, all lumpy, and there's a cover over it. It's the same raspberry jelly, by the way. It's great. Yep, bunch of je jelly everywhere. Yeah, a bunch of jelly on there. Yeah. She lifts the blank, the comforter, and it's her. It's Nancy. It's her yeah. sister-in-law, and she's all fucked up. She shakes her a little bit, and she realizes quickly she's dead. She starts backing yeah. up. She runs into Serpico, who looks like uh, he's hanging from the door with his He's hanging like a coat. <laughs> He looks like the most specific sex doll ever made. Yes. <laughs> Can I get a sex doll that looks like Serpico? <laughs> it is a great look, by the way, because his eyes are bugged out. He's all blue. His mouth is open. Yeah, he's kind of bluish. Like, hey, they did a pretty good job with that. Oh Even though God. he's hanging like a coat. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, she, she, for some, Alice is like a magnet to running into dead people, as we find out later. Oh, and by the way, you got to love, too. So as she is screaming her head off and basically going ape shit. She decides, I need to get out. But of course, you know, Serpico's there, you know, right in front of her. So she proceeds to open the door and basically slams him against the wall to open the door. <laughs> and then still has the wherewithal to kind of close the door because you don't want to be rude, right? Like, yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, she closes the door. <laughs> hey, they're like, hey, we paid a lot of money to make this Serpico guy look like this. We got to make sure. He yeah, we're going to keep showing him because yeah. Yeah, they didn't even follow her out. They're, you're still looking at Serpico when she closes the door. It's oh. great. So then she heads out of the house screaming. She runs into Chuck, who is just coming through to pick her up. And yeah. she, her fingers are bloody and stuff. I think he just thought she was having really bad PMS or something. Yeah. He's like, oh, is it that time of month? Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah. You'll be fine. I don't mind. I know I don't mind. Yeah. He's like, well, let's still go to the cabin. See yeah, let's happens. still go to the cabin anyway. I got a spa, you know. We'll yeah. Take care of all that. That's right. So they go outside. He consoles her instead of searching the house. Yes. And yeah. so it allows Axeman to get away. <laughs> yes. He's basically like, wow, you got a lot of blood on your hands. But you know what? Let's just get you in the vehicle. You're being a little hysterical. I mean, it's just blood for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, He's just so nonchalant about it. 
So then uh, the the cops come in. They they pick up. They get all the dead bodies. Deputy yeah. dumb shit uh, decides he's gonna take. I actually got worried because he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll take care of her. I'll take her back to you know. To Which, the by the way, in any horror trope, that's when you know, oh, he's not making this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he, because there was a time when I first was watching this a long time. We're like, ah, oh, he's a funny guy. He's gonna make it. Even back then, I knew once he said, I'll take care of her. Nothing will happen. Like, oh man, this dude ain't gonna make oh, it. Oh, I man. know. I- <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. After his maybe second line, I was counting down when I get to see him die. I don't doubt that. Because, yeah, he is super uh, annoying. The only problem is he's the only one that has lines in this movie. Yeah, he's like the personality. Yeah, which is sad. It is sad if that, that yeah, he is. If that gives you a signal of what this movie is like to watch. Yes. So then the scientists just barely figure out that the Axeman is gone, even though he's been at... Yeah, Serpico's Scorp- uh, house. Yeah, for like a two hours or something. <laughs> it's crazy. Like he's like, "Hey, did I just lose a six foot four killing machine? <laughs> I can't find him anywhere." I'm like, "Why would you not keep this guy sedated or some yeah. shit, man? Damn it!" But I guess his self healing. I mean, he's gonna just yeah, shake you can't it off. do it. Yeah. So then, uh, as soon as they're talking about him, mad scientist opens the door and Axeman's there, and he's like, "You rang." Yes. <laughs> And uh, so they, they go and they start fixing, you know, getting to tending to his wounds and stuff. And they notice, like, oh, these are, like, brutal-ass, like, fatal wounds. Like, he should have oh, died. and by the way, so Glasses basically says, oh, my God, I think he's killed people. To which mad scientist, who's supposed to be this genius, that doesn't mean he killed anybody. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. the dude's got bullet holes. In it, and the, even Glasses goes, well, then why is he shot up? Well, that doesn't mean he killed anybody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, a mad scientist is like that mom that has a serial killer kid, and it's just like, yeah. hey, he's just misunderstood. Yeah, because he, he even told him, like, well, he could have been, some thieves could have been trying to rob him. Of what? <laughs> <laughs> Was he in a car? Does he have money? What the hell are they going to rob from him? It's so funny, man. Oh, it's so ridiculous. It was bad. That was so bad. Oh, and so uh, I know this guy's just doing anything to just be able to keep this fucking dude inside the lab. Yeah. And uh, now it looks like uh, he gets a call, and I don't even know who the fuck they're talking, who um, the sheriff's talking to. But this guy calls the doc and says, "Hey, the sheriff wants to talk to you." So they meet up in yeah. his office. And he's telling the mad scientist that Serpico was murdered, and the mad scientist looks sad for about two seconds. Yeah, um, he got over it rather quickly. By the way, side note, and I don't know if you noticed this, he has the creepiest fucking painting of like a corpse-like figure yes. playing an acoustic guitar. Yes, it is an awesome painting. I love, I love it. it. <laughs> I love that painting. And I wonder if it was actually put on, although we may be giving him too much credit, but I wonder if it was put on purpose to show that he has a dark side. Because you have to have a dark side to basically resurrect a killer and keep keeping him going because this is for science. And, and he basically says, screw everybody if they're dying. We're going to save millions with this dude alone. Yeah. Crazy. And it ba- the painting is basically like living dead. You know, yes. and that's basically so, what our killer is. We may be giving him too much credit, but I was thinking like, wow, that is a cool painting for that. Maybe it just means that that he has a dark I side. mean, I can tell you this, John. This movie's been covered by other podcasts, and I guarantee you no one thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but us. Yeah, and, which clearly means none of those guys thought of that when they did yep. this movie. Yeah, oh we're God. giving him too much credit. We're giving him too much credit. But you're right, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Mad Scientist is able to get the uh, the sheriff to go away by telling him he's going to give Serp- Serpico's files because it, it, that's the thing. He's acting so suspicious, but the sheriff isn't thinking that Axeman's doing this. He's just like thinking that maybe one of other one of the other patients. Of yeah, it's almost it. like I don't think you resurrected Axeman, but you may have resurrected someone else. So let's investigate. Like, wow, you're on it, Sheriff yeah. Morris. You're he's on doing it. his thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a scene where he's con- where he's consoling Allison, who gives a shit. Yeah. And then we're with the mad scientist, and he's saying what you were just saying. Like he's like, "Hey, man, we're scientists. We're not moralists. We're all expendable. Who gives a shit if he kills people? Yeah, you know, this is a part of the scientific process. You know, he might be doing these type of things, but we're trying to figure out how to save a bunch of people in the long yeah. run. Yeah, like this is worth it. And glasses doesn't quite agree. Um, no, he doesn't. When, to his credit, yeah, and he's right. I think he finally his his ethics comes up to play and he's like, all right, mad scientist leaves. And so when he leaves, we see glasses, get a giant syringe and it's looking like he's planning on terminating our good old ax man, which is basically who's pouring some acid. in it was some H2O like sulfuric, like some heavy duty stuff. Yeah. It was sulfuric stuff, like heavy duty stuff. So he, he puts it in his neck and the guy, the guy's heart monitor straight line. So we're like, okay, he's dead. Yeah, He did it. And uh, we see glasses now. He's like, okay, that's done. He's walking down the hall. Looks like uh, even uh, his, uh, I mean, I was going to say, it looks like his heart can even heal itself because uh, we hear the door open and, hey, it's good old X-Man. He's back. He's like, what's up? By the way, I love that he looks and is like, is that you? Like, why are you asking him? Why? He can't even answer you. Like, you see a big shadowy figure, you know what you do? You get the hell out of it. But he actually goes to him to make sure it's him. Go figure. And what I love is that then Axeman attacks him. This dude has a second syringe full Ridge, of his death yeah. serum. Like, why would you have it? Like, he pulls it out like, I'll stick you again. Which, if you're actually like, uh, did we not already prove that that doesn't do shit yeah. to me? Like, so why would I be worried that you got a second syringe? And you know that Glasses was like, well, I was planning to shoot up with it later, but I'll use it on you. Yeah, maybe Glasses is actually also a serial killer. <laughs> he yeah. uses that shit for, for other people. But yeah, I was like, uh, what? That, that syringe is going to give you a 20-second head start, bro. Yeah. You're still going to get caught. So yeah, yeah he takes he takes over uh, Glasses. I, I forget. I think he also just runs his head into the wall or something. Oh, no, no, no. He no, he proceeds to get oh, the, right. the needle and just shoves it in his neck that's like right. that you know a little payback a little a little payback a little pay. how do you like that man yeah how do you like that huh so th- and he didn't glasses didn't like it. he didn't like it and no. so then deputy dumb shit is with allison and he almost yeah. opens a refrigerator that has a biohazard sign on it because you yes. guessed it he's hungry yeah. oh and by the way proceeds to offer her like a dozen cookies because that's what women want to do is eat a dozen cookies in front of you that's just great oh man the movie really kicks off at this point mad scientist yeah, it is going good yeah mad scientist finds glasses She's like yeah and uh he's dead as fuck um yep. mad scientist does what i guess is um this weird i'm freaked out so i'm gonna walk down the hall like i sharded like he's he does his- oh god yeah he bolts like hey man I don't want to end up like glasses here. <laughs> he runs so weird. And uh, then we see the deputy actually busting out his gun in front of the mirror and doing the you talking to me bit. Yo, God, I, I actually think that wasn't part of the film. I think he was messing around and they're like, damn, man, we need some filler. <laughs> hey, we got this great shot of Dorfman here doing this. Let's use that because it makes no sense whatsoever. No, none. I think what they were trying to be like, they're trying to. I think they were trying to make us feel like 
oh, he really does want to be a cop, even though... Yeah, like, he is tough! Even though he's violating all safety precautions and protocols by bringing out his gun in the middle of a oh, fucking room. And by the way, not with the girl he's hired, he's supposed to protect. <laughs> he's busy <laughs> looking at himself great. in the mirror. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's happening. Yeah. So then we see Axeman enter Mad Scientist's office as he uh, drinks some brandy or whiskey or some shit. Yeah. Uh, Doc says, because uh, uh, the, the doc just knows that this guy's going to be coming for him. So he's like, I've been expecting you. Yeah. He does it confidently too. So when I first heard that, I was like, Wow, does he think he can control this dude? Because that was surprisingly confident. Yeah, he has this, like, you're not going to bite the hand that feeds yeah, you kind of thing. Because exactly. he created him. So he has a god complex, obviously. Yes. That's the whole reason why he's like this. Um, and he, I think he even makes a comment way, 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 way early when Serpico's telling him some shit. He's like, oh, you're not going to give me the whole god complex. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about it. He does kind of throw that, like, yeah, you kind of already have yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's why you don't realize it. Because you're yeah. crazy already. God. So the Axeman comes in. This is one of the weirdest fucking scenes. Yeah. Mad scientist puts his hands on Axeman's face and he's like, he 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 gives him some bullshit about how like we could we're gonna save the world and I made you and all this. And he's like, Yes, yes. Axeman And he caresses his he caresses face, his by face. the way. Like, I love you, man, and I know you love me. Yeah, and uh, Axeman smirks and breaks his neck. <laughs> yeah, oh, by the way, you think Axeman's going to rub his face because he's putting his hands up slow like, oh my God, is he going to rub his face? <laughs> nope, Axeman does what Axeman does. Yeah, he just snaps his neck like a oh, twig. It would have been funny yeah. if this was the second love scene of the movie. I know, right? That would have been great. It would have made sense, actually, and probably would have been more passionate oh. than the Sheriff Norris. I know, they do have better <laughs> chemistry than Norris. Yeah, they had better chemistry. <laughs> So then uh, Deputy Dorf uh, points his, his gun. Uh, oh, yeah, because then – because doesn't he – he comes out. Oh, yeah, he, so they he, hear a ruckus. Yes, they hear a ruckus. And they come out, and Deputy uh, uh, Dumb Shit points his gun at him, and he tells him to freeze. But then he just walks toward him. Yes, like – so he almost shoots Chuck Norris in the face just shooting wildly. Well, when he actually sees the guy killing a guard – no, or another, he was another, another lab Yeah, he was just choking the hell out of him. Like, he doesn't shoot then. It's great. <laughs> he just walks up to him. Like, I'm going to intimidate yeah. him with my piece. And you know, this is why you tell them, while you're a good distance away, you tell them, get down on the ground and put your face to the ground. Yes. Because when you walk up to someone, and if you're a total puss, like, you know, like, there's a, like if you're like Dorf, there's a good chance this guy's going to sneak, sneak, you know, sneak attack you, get your gun out of your hands. And that's yes. exactly what happens here. Um, and he just starts to bear hug the fuck out of death. Oh, again, the bear hug thing. So this is the second bear hug yep. attack. Although unlike the first fat one, this guy can bear hug and somehow breaks, you know, deputy yep. Dewey, like breaks he, Dorfman in half practically. He, uh, it's great. He squeezes the diabetes out of him. <laughs> <laughs> he squeezed the diabetes. Correct. He practically shit himself. He squeezed him so hard. Cause you do hear a crack and I, it, yes. I was like, oof. you hear a crack. Oh, that was good. I, I wasn't probably, probably the only effect that came out like it was intended. By the way, he definitely shit his pants, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. He shit oh, his he, pants. Something awful. Like, yeah, oh, it was bad. There's a scene later on where, where, uh, Norris comes up to him. He must've just smelled like absolute garbage. Oh shit. God, you know it. Yeah. Oh. I think cause it's funny cause Sheriff Norris's eyes kind of watered, but I think it was just from the <laughs> so, I know. So, oh god! Oh god! It's bad. It's all those burgers and onions. 
So Axman heads over to get Allison. Yeah. Norris checks in with dispatch, and this guy a dispatch is so stressed out he's like we got alarms going off there's a fucking wreck going on there's a holy <laughs> shit norris <laughs> and by the way sheriff norris basically just tells him yeah you fucking handle it all right i got my shit i'll go to the ward but but i'm telling you it's a huge wreck yeah 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 you got it <laughs> it's so funny so then we're back in the hospital and axeman is chasing after allison the- which by the way why does he have such a hard on for this one no like right they make they don't make a single point of why he needs this girl dead. they don't make a single point of why he needs her dead and they don't make a single point of why he's a killing person like they don't give yeah. any background or nothing which i think is fine i mean that tends to happen well, in slasher movies i guess they wanted to add that mystery of like who knows why he snapped yeah i was like oh i guess yeah. you know <laughs> I guess. Uh, we have plenty of eerie uh, ambient music again popping off. Yes. Um, it, you know what I mean? Uh, I was going to say that this starts to feel like Halloween 2 to me because they're in the yes. hospital. Very much so. But you, Very much but so. But you know what? I can't fucking stand Halloween 2. I, I would I would pick Season of the Witch over that movie any day. No, Season of the Witch is so underrated. I love that film compared to Halloween 2. Now, which is why I love the Halloween, the, what I call the real Halloween 2 the one that just came out in 2018. That's Halloween too, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, and at least Season of the Witch is funny. <laughs> yes, thank you. But we'll rant about that later. <laughs> oh, man. Because so it's true. It is true. Uh, if, hey, you know, there is a mustache in Season of the Witch. So uh, All right. So we That's might right. Be we talking may use about that. that one. That's right. Because uh, I think, is it Christopher Stone? Is he in that movie? I'm trying I to, think yes. Yes, I he is. confused as the mustaches. I think so. It it's a lot of mustache, but yeah, Forgive I think so. Forgive me all if I'm inaccurate. We'll work on it later. <laughs> so then uh, we go back to that first-person perspective again because slasher yeah. movie. Uh, we see another dude in a white coat walk into the hallway, and he sees Axeman. He starts immediately getting terrified, which is like, do you even know who he is? Yeah. Like, why are you terrified all of a sudden? Like, but he is. I, I guess he figures, you know what? Big guy in a silver outfit can't be good. <laughs> Uh, which, by the way, I'm cool with. Yeah, I guess his instincts, you know. Uh, so he goes after him, uh, and then Sheriff Norris arrives at the scene. He finds a dead dude right away. Uh, yeah. Allison is in a dark-ass corridor in the hospital now. Uh, Norris finds Deputy Fat-Ass, and he's paralyzed as fuck on the floor. Uh, and this, we're supposed to feel bad here. He's like... Yeah, because he's literally kind of almost crying. Like, he, he hurt me bad. Like, he broke you in half and made you shit yourself. That's what he did. <laughs> Because you wouldn't shoot him. Yep, he really earns the Academy Award in this. Scene. Yeah, it was terrible. And by the way, to see Sheriff Norris try to look like, like he's almost caressing him, like I, I'm sorry I couldn't help you, man, but but you suck really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. You suck something up. Yeah. Oh God. You, you, it was terrible. But when you look in his eyes, you do kind of see him thinking about that last burger he had, you know? Yeah. You know, he's like, because it really looked like he was trying to emote like how sad he was. But I look, he just looked annoyed. Mm-hmm. He looked like, dude, why aren't you dead yet? Damn, uh, man. <laughs> so then Allison is still sneaky sneaking around the hospital. Yes. We see Norris look pissed as hell now. This is where we see yes. Norris kind of turn the switch to badass cowboy he grabs his cowboy hat which is by the way like has like a felt to it yeah God, fancy ass dude it's a nice hat yeah. puts it on puts it on he starts walking like a bad motherfucker and, and by this point he knows 
I don't even need my gun for this. It's ass yep. kicking time. This is hands yeah. and boots, baby. Hands yeah. and boots. Hands and boots. So we're back with Allison. <laughs> we see her still in the hallway, and I'm like, girl, would you go into a room? There are thousands of rooms in there. I, I feel like she felt she entered a dimension where <laughs> X-Man wouldn't find her. Like, do you just think you're in a hidden pocket dimension? Like, get the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why are you on the open? <laughs> just go into the Yeah, she's in that hallway for like 20 minutes. I'm like, there's so many doors. Just, just pick crazy pick one crazy and so he pops up out of nowhere she runs and of course the door she picks is the door of the yeah the one locked door yes (laughs) one locked door out of like a hundred yeah locked door she runs into the mad scientist's office trips over his dead ass body because this is what allison does she just runs into dead people dead bodies yes she she falls down to the ground axe man kind of stalks her for a moment he's kind of playing with her smile he's like hey yeah (laughs) <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> Even though you've just been in the hallway this whole time, I but I got you. And what was Axeman doing this whole time? I'm just so confused by all this. Yeah, it's great. They try to it's give Axeman a personality because he can't talk, but it's very weird. It's yeah. almost childish in a way. Uh, it's very strange, y'all. Yes. There's no way to explain it. He finally decides he's going to find like attack her after playing with her for a bit. Yeah. Norris Norris manages to come in just in time. He just unloads his full revolver, his full clip on this dude. He falls out like a, what, seven, six-story window or something? Oh, at least. Yeah, he falls down good. And I'll give him that. This guy falls down to the ground, and he looks fine. Like, he looks like, like he looks like, heck, he looked like he posed to lay down. Like, it's great. He looks like that one time I fell off our garage as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's just kind of laying his legs crossed, his hand in the back of his head, you know, like, oh, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> that was nice. I was like, ow, my elbow. <laughs> yeah. Like, ow. Didn't you, did it? mom say that you used to jump off the garage and go and try to jump yes. into a trash can and you called it monkey, uh, monkey in a barrel or something i may have tried that but hey at least we did try to use the umbrella and that failed miserably by the way that was off the house um, by the way by the way y'all um the kind of trash can john was trying to jump in was not the plastic ones that we have now no it was a rusty a good old, like hard edge metal one that had i jumped the wrong way would have cut me in half and did he have a tetanus shot? Who knows? Tetanus shots were for wusses. We just, you just took a shot at tequila and called it a day. Oh my God. And I was seven. Yeah. If y'all must know, John is what, 11 years older than me. So he lived, yeah. uh, he, his childhood was a lot different than mine. I grew up nineties kid. Yeah. Uh, so he, he got to, this was when the kids were tough, you know? <laughs> yeah. Actually we were stupid. And too stupid to know better. That just worked out for uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> I, n- I never forget the story of um, mom saying that she uh, she looked outside the window one day. And I don't know where. I guess one of your friends, maybe uh, Rudy or one of your friends, brought over a bullet. And you were trying to oh light God, the back yes. of it with the lighter. <laughs> okay. First of all. Okay. To be fair, we found bullet from said drive-by before. Not our fault. <laughs> they didn't pick up enough evidence. That's not our fault. And you know what? We couldn't get a hold of a gun, which was odd. You would think we could at that time. And we wanted to fire it. So we were trying to light the back with a lighter. 
And we were pointing it in like a yarded direction. It wouldn't have hit nobody. And uh, except we would have exploded in our face and killed us all. Uh, <laughs> but my mom busted us, even though I couldn't believe how upset she was. I was just stunned. Like we weren't going to hit it. <laughs> I know we were pointing it at the wall. Yeah. Like, God, I can't believe you're that. Up- Why am I getting spanked for this? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Go figure. So Norris then heads back out of the hospital. He walks towards the Axeman. Axeman, of course, wakes up. Chokes yes. the fuck out of Norris. Allison's in the Bronco, which is the cop car, this, which yes. I love, by the way. Like, you never which, see him in a car. By the way, makes the appearance also in Lone Wolf McQuaid, that same so Bronco. Perfect. It's badass. Gotta love that yeah. Bronco. She starts honking, and for some reason, that stops the Axeman from killing yeah. Chuck. And he drops him, and she starts, you know, uh, racing toward them. She hits the Axeman with the side of the truck, which is a pretty good stunt scene there. Like, you know. Yeah, it was decent. It was decent for that. Yeah. And she tells Chuck to get into the fucking uh, truck. He jumps into the truck. They head out. Just before they're past him, he grabs onto the bumper. Which was also a cool stunt. I'll give him it, because you got to time that. Yes. Uh, That worked out really well. This movie goes full Terminator. Like this guy becomes yes. a Terminator, yeah, uh, because he's just indestructible. He jumps onto the inside the cabin of the of the truck. He's working his way toward the front, and uh, Chuck sees him and he's like, "Oh shit!" He pushes. <laughs> By the way, what's great? So they're going like eighty miles per hour, and somehow his thought process is like, "Hey, killer inside. We need to get out." But instead of stopping the vehicle and getting out, he throws Allison out the driver's seat. At like 80 miles per hour, and then jumps out himself, and somehow they're both okay. Uh, Alice, oh, Allison might be on that serum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she might have taken a hit or two because she was fine. He takes some hits in this ending of the movie here, this climax part of the movie. Because yeah, he throws her out of the car, he jumps out. The Broncos heading like a like like you said, 80 miles per hour. It hits a bump because you know Broncos have uh, thin tires oh, and they're too and tall. And by the way, so Axman actually gets a hold of the wheel. And gets to the front, and no point decides, maybe I should press the brakes. Or maybe I should turn the wheel other than off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. But he manages nothing. I think the serum has, like, made him strong. But like they said, his brain is mush. So yeah. So maybe he it, just has no idea how to operate a vehicle anymore. I don't know. Maybe. We'll have to go with that because that's how dumb it and is. And, of course, in yeah. action movie, 80s action movie, uh, uh, uh you know, tradition, the Bronco hits a bump, it goes down a cliff, and it explodes. Explodes, yeah. By the way, I think you're contracted to do that in any action. You, even in a even in a horror action, it was contracted yeah. that Bronco had to explode. You have yeah. to do that. Have to do it. And so yeah. he comes out of the Bronco. He's on fire yelling, ah! He's yelling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he finds a nice little lake to cool off in. <laughs> yeah, which, by the way, perfect off a cliff. That's great. Oh, my God. He jumps into the lake. And so they're like, he's got to be done, right? So they're looking, and he they walk toward him, and he pops out of the out of the. It's actually like a river or creek or some yeah. shit. He pops out. And he just kind of looks like he's doing that, like fucking, uh, um, what do you call it? like little hippopotamus where he's just had yeah, have... like where you just see his eyes off the water, you know, but his no. And by the way, he is his hair's not even burned off. It's great. He is just Superman. It's so weird. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. His hair grows back. Everything. This guy was fully engulfed in flames. Like not like his yes. arm was on fire. He was yeah, a giant... like he was on. He looked like t- the Human yeah, Torch. He was, it was bad. Human Torch. He comes out looking great. Uh, it was probably good for his skin, you know, just burn off that top yeah, layer. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he definitely exfoliated for sure. <laughs> and then he and so basically Norris tells tells Allison, "Hey, just run, run away." She's like, "No, no, 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 I want to be with you." He's like, "Okay, well, we got to go." So they run out. You see their fantastic wranglers as they, as they run out toward the middle of the forest, but Axeman catches up to them. And this is it. This is the final showdown, man. You get and you know you know how you how you know you get that old school kung fu close up camera to the face yeah. close up shot and uh, nothing behind the eyes from either of these gentlemen. No, it's just close up shots. And by the way, I'm not sure that's on purpose. That's just who that's they just are. who they are. Yeah, that's just who they are. And you know what? The, what I thought this was what was weird about this, John, was that there's no music in this scene. So no, if you close your eyes, it sounds like a men's tennis match. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. You would think you'd have this dramatic, like, almost uh, the the good, the bad, and the ugly kind of, like, showdown. And it's literally just ribbit. Yep. And ribbit. Like, you know, like, these guys just staring at each you just, other. And you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so. It's crazy. Oh, and by the way, if there's one thing that X-Men has proven, is he can choke the hell out of you, mm -hmm. right? So, during this fight scene, he manages to actually get Sheriff Norris down. And for some reason, decides, you know what? I almost killed him by choking him out. But you know what? Let me grab his arm and throw him around like a rock. Because this big X-Man can't fight. No. And Chuck Norris is a karate fighter. And that's what made it so awkward. Because you basically got a big X-Man who can't fight with no weapon and a fighter. It is such an awkward <laughs> fight scene. It is so awkward. Because he's throwing Chuck Norris around when I'm like, Dude, you damn near killed him choking him out. Why wouldn't you go back to that? Yeah. He couldn't get out of it. And by the way, y'all, we go back. So they're fighting for a bit. And Norris yeah. kicks him in the face a couple times with his boot. Yes. And then we get a second close-up of their faces. And I'm assuming that's round two. Like, yes. <laughs> round two. Yes. Fight. Yes. They get to stare at each other again to show that was the first round. This is the final yep. round. Yes. Norris jumps up, gives the, the axe man a boot to the face, air kick, knocks out this dude, and who we just, by the way, we just saw him catch on fire and be fine, but he hits him in the face with his boot, and this guy like knocks out for a solid 10, 15 seconds. At least, right? Yeah. At least. And Norris gets the idea, like, hey, there's a well right here. Cool. Like, <laughs> By the way, surprisingly good idea from Sheriff Norris. I'll give him yeah. props on like, that. Let's just get him down there. Let's just put yeah. the guy down. So he's trying to push him down, but the Axeman, of course, wakes up right before he's about yep. to get him down. He, I think he gets Norris and flips him over. And he's starting to push Norris down the well. But Allison gets, you know, her ovaries like swell up a thousand times. And she's like, I am not letting you kill my man. Which, by the way, if that was actually Sheriff uh, freaking Dorfman, he would have let him oh, die. <laughs> I think Dorf would have ran after them and then jumped too high and fell in the well. You fell in the well, right? And he probably would have plugged up the well. Oh, God. <laughs> Nobody's getting down there anymore. I feel like if cloning becomes a thing for humans, they're just all going to come out like dwarf. Like, they're just going to be that. <laughs> I think so, too. It was bad. But anyway, she does she, some she, badass yeah. work and jumps on this crazy dude. She jumps on him, and he's, like, trying to – it's like a – it's like jumping on a bull. He's like, he can't reach yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. she's like a spider monkey on him, man. Like, God, it's impressive. Well, my favorite part is that Norris – almost falls down the well he's able yes. to climb out of the well he runs toward the axeman while allison's on his back tackles him at full speed like nfl yeah. and allison just flies off yeah it's funny like he doesn't think i need to get like she he doesn't even tell her just let go he knocks the hell out of him with her on him like ah tough shit you chose this 
She t- you know she took a fucking hit. She took a fall. Yeah. Oh dang. my god, it was so funny. Norris lights up the axe man with some fucking kung fu punches, lifts him up, throws his body down the well, and we hear him yell like real weird down. <laughs> Yeah, like like it's like a, a hundred foot well. And yeah. by the way, Allison walks back looking like she's completely fine. Yeah, she's fine. No dirt yeah. on the face, no blood. Hey, no harm, no foul. Yeah, she's like, hey, sometimes you got to take a hit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, uh, it worked out. Sheriff uh, Norris says it's over, and she says, "Yeah, it's over." And yeah. Then, uh, well, that's not how she said. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> so but like, she might as well have. Over. She looked like she wanted to sound like yeah, that. She's like it's over. They hug each other and they head on out wearing their unscathed denim jeans. And the camera starts to slowly pan down the well. And uh, we get a classic uh, Jason Voorhees moment here. He just pops out of the water. Uh, It's not as effective or worth it. But he pops out of the water and um, music cue, end of movie. (laughs) And by the way, again... The focus on his eyes. Like, this movie, 50% of this movie was this Axeman's eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Oh, my God. So, as you know, John, uh, all these movies that I like to cover, I like to look back at all the amazing actors that that are in these movies and the memorable characters that are in these movies, and I like to do a quick little impression of them, you know? So, yeah. uh, this is a segment I like to call quick impression that's right quick impressions dispatcher this is sheriff checking in uh sheriff we've been looking all over for you yes we got so many crazy things happening around here what's going on well we got a head-on wreck out there on the 49 looks like there's a couple of people dead and we got sirens going all over at the institute all kinds of alarms i don't know what's happening out here I'll head back to the institute. You take care of the rest. All right, okay, home. <laughs> yeah, when really he's like, so I gotta take care of a crash, dead bodies, and an explosion. But you gotta go back to the institute. All right, I see how this works, sheriff. I got it. I Damn, man. I don't know if that voice is accurate at all. I don't think that's how he sounded. <laughs> hey, he might as well have sounded like that because. Though it is clearly not explained where this town's at uh, or anything like that. But yeah, that uh, sounds I just about felt right like for this I town. I had to pay homage to Dispatcher Guy. Yeah. He had more that... lines than the killer. Yes! It is crazy. <laughs> like, and it's funny. I, I wonder, was he even accredited with that? I don't know. Line? I, I don't even back. know. But, uh, you know, as you know, John, I do rate these movies by my favorite mustache. A full Manchu, yeah. a full Fu Manchu recommendation is you freaking love this movie. A walrus mustache is this movie's pretty damn good. A horseshoe mustache is eh, not bad. And then the toothbrush mustache or the Hitler mustache, we all say, is a piece of shit. Let's just never, ever watch this ever again. How would you rate this movie? See, for me, I know... Just from how we described it, I would think 90% of people would think, well, that's got to be a freaking toothbrush mustache. But for me, I go horseshoe because it's so bad, it's good. It, it's one of those you can watch and go, this is stupid, but you can't stop watching it. Because <laughs> it's like, what the hell's going on? Like, they really made this movie? And the one thing I'll give Chuck Norris credit for, it's the only horror movie he ever did. I mean, the others were horrible because they were horrible. But this was truly a horror thriller movie. It's the only one like that, especially for that time for Chuck Norris. So I go horseshoe on that one. That's okay. a horseshoe mustache. Um, 
I was gonna go. I was so close to giving this toothbrush. So so yeah. close, but. The point that you made were the fact that this is one of the few slasher films, if not the only like sl legit slasher film that Chuck Norris is, was ever in. Yeah. I think it's worth checking it out uh, once or just having it on. You know, maybe you you just got nothing to do. You called in sick to work. Yeah, <laughs> this is definitely a movie you can fast forward through and watch in under 30 minutes. You know, easy. Have you ever called in sick to work and you're just sort of fading in and out for like every yeah. like 10, 20 minutes? <laughs> This is the perfect movie for that. This is nothing gets too loud, uh, you know. Other than it's a little bit of screaming here and there, but it's a pretty chill movie. Chuck never gets too loud, of course. There's no, there's really oh, not a lot of gunfire, like very little. Amazing enough, yeah. Like for, and they pull out those guns like almost constantly, and they're hardly ever fired. Yeah, they're hardly ever fired. It's that small town mentality of hey, you know, yeah. let's just bring you in, you know, you know, yeah, you didn't kill anybody here. So yeah, I give this a horseshoe mustache. It's um, uh, it's exactly that. It's uh, you know. Uh. Yeah. It it again. It it's funny for the wrong reasons. It it was it wasn't made to be that funny, but yeah. it is that. If funny. anything, watching <laughs> Deputy get just bear hugged until he shits his yes. pants might be one of the greatest kills I've seen. Because that is what oh. kind of hurts this movie. Is it's a slasher movie, and there had already been a good amount of slasher movies that have had so like so like so many more dope kills than this movie yes. the kills are what kind of makes this movie shitty yeah yeah because the effects were terrible even for that time and again they had for some reason they felt the need to have a a comedy relief on a movie that was actually kind of serious like it didn't need it it was weird that they went that way but i guess they felt they wanted a little more marketing value for it especially with chuck norris i guess yeah. but it's a it was an odd type to to choose you know the animal house guy to be the deputy and to be inept at it too. yeah it's it's a weird idea I think there were and i you know i've seen this in a couple of uh, Norse movies because I I have a feeling I'm going to probably watch more and more of his films. Yes, we are. Uh, thanks yes. to this podcast that I don't now I'm beginning to question why I ever started it. <laughs> but, um, damn you, Chuck damn Norris! You. But they do try to usually add someone with some personality because he's a little bit more chill and yes. dull, and so they usually try to find someone that can be like the comedic person. And I think they really thought that deputy was going to be able to carry that part of the film but he is just so obnoxious that yeah you just oh and and it almost is it kind of reminds me of some of the friday the 13th movies where they usually have the yeah. funny guy and yeah. then that guy dies every fucking time that he is that he's like the perfect friday the 13th funny goofy guy that ends up dying yeah but here's the thing though at least friday the 13th you hate these are, even though they're all in their 30s, these are teenagers. <laughs> yeah. And so you expected some to be obnoxiously stupid and you were glad they're dead. This guy's supposed to be a deputy. You know, like, he should have some skill. He had none. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, like, I think I think in Texas, uh, was it, what was the show that, that Chuck used to have? Tex was oh, Walker, Walker, Texas, Walker Ranger. Texas Ranger. Like, yeah. there were children in that show that would have been better deputies. Yes. And this dude. Like, it is just Yeah, so it bad. was that bad. But, uh, you know, I still felt like it was entertaining enough. So, I, yeah, the yes. horseshoe mustache is perfect for it. I'm, I'm glad yes. that you decided. 
Yeah, you won't you won't look at this going like, wow, they did a great. You're gonna be like, this is so stupid, but I couldn't help but watch because it's just ridiculously funny. And again, it it's crazy because it really starts off like it's gonna be this serious horror movie, like almost demonic. Then it goes into some weird crap that we, you know, even as I've seen, I've seen this movie a dozen times. You still can't explain what the hell they were thinking when they did this movie. <laughs> it's it's a mish, it's a hodgepodge of just different ideas that they stuck together. I wish I could have seen people walk out of the theater uh, after this one. Um, and you know what? Actually, I think it Truly, did okay. Truly, I wish that too. I, I think yeah. it did okay in the box office. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I thought I saw it seem like it did okay, but because it doesn't seem like an expensive movie. Oh, no, no, no. The effects scream, hey, we did this movie for like, you know, a hundred grand and we were lucky we had that, <laughs> you know, honestly. Well, uh, you know, uh, we're down to the plug section of the show. Yeah. Um, as y'all know, y'all can always um, reach out to me on Instagram at at Mustachio Podcastio, M-O-U-S-T-A-C-I-O. You can also find the show on Twitter at M Podcastio. And also rate and review the show. You know, if you like this good stuff, if you like John as a guest, I'm more than happy to bring him on. I'm probably going to bring him back on anyway. Um, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> which is too bad for everyone. I do apologize <laughs> for that. You know, sometimes it's good to be the brother. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if, if you have a five-star review, go ahead and post it. If you have anything less than five stars, just direct message me. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> you can always, uh, we, we can always go back and forth. We'll see. We'll see what the problem is. But other than that, man, hey, John, thanks so much for taking the time. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Always enjoy talking horror movies, even crazy ones like Silent <laughs> Rage. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. Y'all have a good one. Until next time, I'll check y'all later. Bye.